Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Two teas in a pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Two Teas in a Pod. And Emily, because <laughs> our girl Tamara is still gone, which has got to be good news, right? Yeah, well, I think that's good for her. Good for me. So, you know, <laughs> would we even know? This is my question about the show. Would we even know if she was off at this point? Like, or do you think that they th- keep her phone the entire time? Like, she can't text any of us. But I don't know if once, like, once I was kicked off Big Brother, yeah, I was able to have my phone again. Yeah, but what did they give you? Did they give you parameters? Like, you weren't allowed to tell anyone that you were kicked off, or no? Because that shows live. Oh yeah, yeah. I know now. So forever. I know. Well, I only watched the first two episodes because I was kicked <laughs> off. <laughs> Um, but anyways, who knows? I hope that she is crushing it, but we are missing her, but everybody is loving you, Emily. So I appreciate you for coming on. Yeah, it's been Um, fun. I I love talking crap about people. It's great. It's my favorite pastime. (laughs) Um, speaking of talking crap, I don't appreciate that you look like a supermodel and I look like (laughs) dog, the bounty hunter today. I told you it was payback from our first one together because you came on looking all glam and beauty lighting and I looked awful. I was like, wait, was I supposed to get glam for this podcast? Actually, the only reason I look like this is because I hosted an event in LA last night. So this is still makeup and hair from last night. That just tells you that I didn't even bother to wash my face. Well, that's my favorite type where you can like sleep like a mummy and you're like, okay, I'm going to keep the lashes on. I'm going to do all the things. Well, I am fresh from the horse show. I've just taken my hair out of my hair net. And um, just to be transparent, I did text Emily right before we started. And I was like, I'm going to have to order an Aperol spritz because I'm unwell. I get (laughs) so nervous before these big competitions. I bet. Yeah. And I don't sleep. I'm going to be spending the next seven days in this hotel room. So it's really, 
it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Um, but we have a good amount of host chat for you guys today. We are going to talk about, there's been a lot of podcasts that have dropped, some which were great. And by podcast, we mean just other people's. <laughs> we're yeah. not talking about our own. Yeah. God forbid. Um, but I feel like I've spent, I don't know, maybe, well, I feel like Bethany's pod collectively with Nini was six and a half hours. Was it? Did you get through the whole thing? Because I honestly couldn't get through. I mean, not that it was bad. I just didn't have the time. I have three children and they kept interrupting me. They wanted food and, you know. Well, I was on the airplane (laughs) and my ears were hurting so bad from having my AirPods in that long. But I'm sitting there like scrambling, writing notes, trying to like find all the inconsistencies. (laughs) Um, But before we get into that, I feel like we need to talk a little bit about Tom Sandoval. Okay. Um I I do appreciate anyone who can laugh and mock themselves yeah. when they're in an extreme period of hate. Yeah, so I, I really feel like that's the only way you could handle it. Yeah. Like did you see the ad where he introduces that he's going to do a podcast and essentially he like sits down like he's me right now but I'm in like you know, whatever. And he like sits down, he puts on his headphones and then he's like, but he's actually naked. And he's like, and they're like, Tom, it's a podcast. No one's going to see you. And he goes, they'll know. (laughs) And I really, it made me appreciate him. It made me appreciate him. But then the appreciation slowly, well, quickly went away once I started listening to the podcast. Right. Because were you asleep or were you awake when you were listening? Because it put me to sleep. Well, I, I mean, I like his voice. I felt like it was uh, very, you know, people listen to ocean waves to go to sleep. People listen to you know, brown like, noise is like the new bur- thing, you know, like crickets chirping. I mean, his voice was very lovely. I just found myself nodding off a lot. I found myself going, I want to have Tom on two teas in a pod and ask him the questions people really want to know, not the fluff that he's. Okay. So what would you ask him? What would be your, what would be the question? I want to know, I mean, just from like a woman's standpoint, at what point did you fully check out of your relationship Mm -hmm. and start cheating? Was Rachel really the first person or was this going on for a long time when you were doing it like did you feel guilty Mm -hmm. like all because everything that he kind of talked about to me was the aftermath after getting caught Mm -hmm. I want to you want to know his mindset during the actual action of cheating yeah like Like I think he was that yeah and I because I think a lot of us have been cheated on at some point in our lives, mm-hmm. or we have been the cheater. I wanted to know, like, this is where I was, or I was feeling really insecure in my life, or I was doing this, or whatever it was. But instead, it was all afterwards. You know, he said he was feeling like he was drinking too much, and he was, there were moments where he was feeling, uh, I think he even used the word suicidal. He said he stopped drinking once Rachel went into treatment. Um, 
at points it seemed like he misses her and then at other points it seemed like he feels like she like opted out of like having to go through the hate by going to treatment yeah i know you'll never really know what um what she was actually thinking i i mean i would have done the same thing if i got that much hate i'd be like take put me in a wellness retreat in arizona like i would just want away from all of that so i don't blame her i mean whether she really felt like she needed i don't i mean i don't know if she really felt like she needed treatment or if it was like if it was a way to cop out of like everybody giving her crap and attacking her and people attack like i first of all i don't understand that level of hatred from a show no no with young people like i i mean i know he messed up and she messed up but the level of of hatred and hate they get it's just you know and people going to their business and writing business reviews and you know trying to shut down their business like that takes it to a whole nother level like i i i mean the girl on salt lake city talks about how she banged her you know brother-in-law for 18 months and that and like everybody and everyone loves her and moved on and everybody thinks she's hilarious and funny and i i don't see people taking you know trips to salt lake city to find her house and you know i mean i guess i understand that the it was so huge because all these people are on a show together and everybody's been watching them for 10 years or whatever so they're very vested in their lives and relationships but at the end of the day was it is it really does it should it really generate that much hatred i mean it's Uh, well scandalous and i get it that we all love a scandal but the the hatred is what I don't know. That's where I I just think it it gets out of control. I think even in kind of listening to this and regardless of I'm not a medical professional or a lawyer like you who I wanted to talk about something earlier and Emily told me I couldn't. She said, no, no. And I'm like, I'm listen, trying to keep lawyer, from getting sued. <laughs> listen, calm, calm your tits, lawyer. Um, but uh, I, I do wish I don't know. I just wish there was a little bit more depth to this to give but us. Maybe more he has no more depth. I mean, maybe you're giving him too much credit. <laughs> maybe there is no That's more true. depth. Maybe well, do you he's... think he's attractive? I, I actually do find <laughs> think he's attractive. I do. <laughs> I knew you would. I do. I don't, I don't know. know why. I like those like dirty rock star looking guys. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I I was like, I feel like Emily would be into him. I did think it was pretty funny when his bandmate was like, well, listen, you know, Tom is a really good guy because even when people showed up wearing a shirt saying that he looked like a, mu- a worm with a mustache or I hate Tom, he still took pictures with them. I'm like, I don't know that necessarily makes you a good person. Well, I feel like you have no choice because what are you going to do? I mean, are you going to ban people and say no picture with you? Then you just look like more of a jerk. It just gives more fuel to the fire. So, I mean, if someone shows up at BravoCon with a t-shirt on that says Emily's an asshole, like I'm just, I would take a photo with them. Listen, I I I feel feel like like that's the only way you can deal with it. You're just like, yes, I am, you know? And I feel like if it were me, there's only probably t-shirts being made. Um, I mean, if people would even waste the money. Wait, what do they, what do people say to you? What do they call you? Um, I, they, well, one, they say that I'm monotone. Clearly I am. I mean, it's all kind of true things that I'm a shitster. True. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, uh, what housewife isn't a shitster though? I hate it when I hate it when people call housewives shitsters. You only have four months to film a show. The story has to go forward. Like you literally have to talk about things on camera that other people have told you. There would be no story and there would be no housewives if we weren't doing that. And and I do feel like, and this isn't even a housewife cop-out or an ex-housewife cop-out, I do feel like I've missed my calling of being an investigator. <laughs> I love to get the juice. Like, I see one little crumb, and then I want to dig it out. In my real life, most of the time, this juice doesn't affect me. Like, I will go onto my friend's cousin's sister's Instagram and see that she's divorced. And then I need to look at the last 622 posts to see what, <laughs> what happened. happened? <laughs> I can't just let it go. I And I don't know. It's just who I am in general. But in closing, then he brought on his jeweler. Yeah. I was, I was like, how many like fake Cartier bracelets are you getting in order to why is he on now? Like, yeah, and I didn't, I didn't even feel like he really explained who he was exactly because I still was confused about the connection. But again, I kept nodding off. So, but he did say that they are st him and Ariana are still living together. The other day, she felt comfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing, but just even you the way laughing. that this was an excitement <laughs> to him, he goes, I mean, she came downstairs and she opened her boxes while I was cooking dinner and then the guy the jeweler goes the jeweler <laughs> the jeweler goes but did she make eye contact and tom goes no but no. we weren't in the same room i'm like no so that that's the everybody loves Is, tom do you think he watches her on dancing with stars dancing with of stars. course yeah even my husband, I'm out of town. So my husband was watching with Dove and Cruz last night, giving me the updates on how he thought everybody did. And he was like, Aria, as if he even knows everybody. He's right. like, he's like, Ariana nailed it. And then he's like, I think Mauricio did better than the judges gave him scores. For oh. oh, he was really into it. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then he was like, I'm not sure about Jamie Lynn Spears. I was like, uh -huh. I, I really, mm. But people, he did one thing that he did say, which is the final comment in regards to this, was he said the only reason he filmed that final awkward scene with Rachel was because they told him if he filmed that and then he filmed with Sheena and Vanderpump, then he could do Winter House. And then once he filmed it, that was taken away. Oh, really? Huh? So he didn't get but, that in writing. Well, I also feel like maybe it was taken away because you were a polarizing the polarizing hate that you had in that moment yeah i don't you, know you that... don't think they you don't think they knew the level of hate at that point before they they offered that yeah and so i mean and then they were like never mind everyone hates you that being said people think that he's on the mass singer right now oh they think Do it's we... tom they think he's one of the new mass singers which oh. would that would track um but yeah, that's the Tom Sand of all of it all. Give it a listen. Um, I'm sure this season of Vanderpump Rules is really going to have to bring it because of what we got from that podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Wait, let me ask you a question. As someone who does a podcast, and I feel like it's a very well-oiled machine just being on it, um, do you think he prepared? Do you think he prepared for the podcast? Like, do you think he sat down and thought, I need to have content and it needs to be interesting and I'm going to talk about this? No. Yeah, see, and I feel like that's what bothered me because- I felt like if you're going to, if you're going to do a podcast and you want people to listen to it, then I think you need to do your homework and I think you need to be prepared. And I think you at least need to have a list of topics and you need to get through them and you need to talk about them. I don't know. Maybe I was bothered by it because I felt like it was slightly narcissistic in the fact that he could just not prepare and just talk and kind of meander through things. And everybody's just supposed to listen and be intrigued by him. Are you also just saying that we are that on point over here at iHeart and the twats with yes. our rundown? That's really what I'm trying to say. I, so you're complimenting <laughs> us I am. because of the work that we do. Um, no, I I agree. I think it was very willy-nilly. I think it was just, do people say willy-nilly anymore? I say willy-nilly a lot. Okay, great. Okay, yeah. good. Um, but I just felt like there there should have been, these are the 20 questions we need to get through. Yeah. Have your just, jeweler or your friend or your brother, whomever. I don't even know if he has a brother. Ask them and let's go. Right. 
which leads us to the next podcast, which is the Bethany Nene Leaks podcast. I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> okay. Let's go through them. Events. Okay. In my opinion, is that mm-hmm. the right jargon for yeah. lawyer talk? Yes. You're in your opinion. In my opinion, this all started because Bethany got butt hurt after Watch What Happens Live this year with Jeff Lewis and Andy calling her out for being a hypocrite by bashing the housewives in the press, but then starting a housewife based podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel like that really ruffled her feathers. And then she wanted revenge. She wanted revenge, which she's calling the the what what is she calling the reckoning? Okay. First point that really pissed me off. Bethany kept talking about that her daughter was there at Watch What Happens Live. Trying to make herself seem more sympathetic. But really, we know what Watch What Happens Live is. Mm -hmm. Would you bring your daughter to watch you on Watch What Happens Live? No, never. Mm -mm. And if you did, you would mm-hmm. assume that your daughter has watched all the episodes, is in the know, because using your child as a shield mm-hmm. is actually confusing to me. Like the amount of bribery I had to give my daughter today mm-hmm. to put on her headphones and the Twizzlers and all the things to make yeah. sure that she doesn't hear one second of this. Right. I know. Well, I made Shane take all three kids and leave the house because yeah. I don't want them to hear it. It's adult content. And, you know, I, I don't even know how many times I've been on Watch What Happens Live, but every time you go, I get slightly nervous because I know I'm going to piss someone off every time I'm on Watch What Happens Live because every question is poised in a way where I'm going to piss someone off. So it's just, it's not, it's not, I, you know, it's not something where I'd want my daughter to go to and listen to. <laughs> I think and I don't a- know that that's necessarily, you can say that that's Andy's fault. You chose to bring your guest. Most of the time, people bring their husband, or if they're in a fight with their husband, they don't want their husband to be on it. I, I thought you had to be over eighteen anyway to 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 go to watch what happens live. Well, I I don't I don't apparently not because this is what she said at least a, a couple of times on this podcast. My daughter was there. My daughter was there. My I'm like I I got it. You brought her. She didn't. She wasn't walking by, right? And heard this. Um, right. But then the next thing was, um, if Bethany would just stick to the, I saw myself on the back of a bus in Australia and the shows are airing everywhere and we make nothing. If that was her total fight mm-hmm. in this, I would mm-hmm. go, okay, you know what? That yeah. does make sense. All of us in some capacity were ignorant and how, you know, reality television vision can explode and show up on 82 different networks believe me i still get i got a hate dm from a 2018 episode that i did <laughs> Somebody's like you're a bully you disgusting piece of i shit. know you know what i can always tell when the old episodes of house of orange county are airing because i start getting the dms that are like you should get divorced you need to leave your <laughs> husband i'm like oh well they're airing season 13 now <laughs> yeah so it's like i, I get it but I mean, would we all love to be paid residuals? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something we all get you know, like, th- I'm I'm not fighting against that. Like, however, that ends up ending up for all people in the, you know, world of reality television. Yeah. I, I get. But 
again, in this interview, it seems very self-serving in a way to try to bring down Bravo and Andy over what she feels is a slight. And that's what bothers me. Well, you know, she also constantly makes reference to only making 7,200 or whatever. She says that multiple times about how her season, her first season, she only made 7,200, 7,200. I, I mean, that's what happens when you start a new show. They're taking a gamble. Everybody's taking a gamble. You don't know if it's going to take off. There isn't a big budget. You 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 go on taking a gamble of like, yeah, I'll take. I remember Tamara saying that's, I think that's what her salary was or something like her first year of Orange County. Like clearly you're not making millions of dollars because everybody's gambling on a, on a new show. Obviously it paid off in the end because they talk about what they were making towards the end. They're making millions, millions. What about (laughs) when she like uh, Bethany just goes in on how many millions she's making and then Nini checks her. Yeah. Nini's like, really? (laughs) A season? Yeah. (laughs) And then Bethany's like, well, I mean, I'm like, okay, but either way we'll get to that. But then Beth, this is another thing that, kind of irritated me we get into andy's baby shower yeah i was there. i know for a fact <laughs> yeah we were there i mean am my you my you know what bitch <laughs> yes ramona was there calling me gina the whole <sighs> night i'm sorry it was my first year i i don't even know what was going on <laughs> and we have to remember that bethany has repeatedly said that she is besties with kyle grew up with kyle Kyle, Vicky, um, who else was hosting the baby shower? Nini. Nini. Nini was one of the hosts, yeah. Yeah. And Bethany's, honestly, like, you can actually walk. Like, I had to take an Uber there, do that awkward walk out with my gift, with the popper, yeah. all of those things. She could have actually walked there. But she said she was she did not go because it was about kissing the ring. Right, right. <laughs> Which truly, and in my opinion, and this isn't to ask kiss Andy, it's it was actually about celebrating a man and his new baby and also mm-hmm. bonding with a huge group of women who mm-hmm. have similar experiences to you. It's just another example of making a Bethany making a situation about herself and her feelings. Okay, here's what here's my thought. Do you think she did not want to go because there were other housewives there and you know like the big housewives like lisa renna and you know the housewives that have been around vicky and nini and all the housewives that have been around a long time and she didn't want to go because she wouldn't get that one-on-one attention that she would want like it was more of a i don't want to go and share you know yeah i'm used to this one-on-one attention he likes me we have this bond i don't want to go if he's you know if his if he's all spread out everywhere Yeah, I mean, she even said something along the lines of like, I don't want to have to be the one worried about where I would sit or like every, you know, the housewives were placed in order. I'm like, clearly that wasn't the case because I was only two seats away from him. And I think two seasons later I was fired. So like, I I wasn't even at the table. (laughs) I wasn't even at the table. I some all those housewives brought assistants and then all the assistants sat at the main table and Gina and I were over in some booth in a corner, like not even at the main table. Camille brought her assistant, I remember, and then like pushed her over at this like random little bar stool. I'm like, Camille, this wasn't a plus one event. Like, no, but I think I feel like a lot of housewives did that. And I was kind of as someone who has hosted a lot of parties and planned parties, I would have done name place you know place cards for all the housewives they 
we would have had a full blown physical altercation if that yeah, you was- would have had to you would have had to you would have had to engrave the table with the names. <laughs> Everybody would have been swishing up, ripping them off. Like, like it, shit would have really hit the fan. Like um, my place card would have been in the bathroom, like on a toilet or something. Cause like <laughs> no one on my cast even spoke to me the entire time during this baby shower. <laughs> I only remember about 1.5 hours of the baby shower, but I do remember having a lot of fun hanging out and back. But it's just once again, I'm like, okay, Bethany, you're so close with him. You're his favorite. You suck in your opinion. You suck it up. You go mm-hmm. and you try to maybe meet other women that have also used mm-hmm. this platform to better their careers or their mm-hmm. life, or maybe try to get off your high horse and get to know somebody. Yeah. Um, and then we get to where Nini brings up her complaints about Bravo. Mm-hmm. Instead of Bethany making it about unions and how complaints would be handled if a union were in place, she instead, shocking, makes it about her. If Bethany truly cared about Nini and what she went through, why didn't Bethany speak up when it was happening? Mm-hmm. You're, are you talking about when when Nini filed her complaint? Yeah. Why like wasn't if the- Bethany uh, an advocate and speaking up for her and and get having her back during that? Is that what? Is yeah, that your point? yeah. Why? Why now? Yeah. Why after you've had your falling out? Then all of a sudden, but did you notice she kept trying to lead mm-hmm. Nini into saying things, and Nini was like, "No, actually, I yeah. don't agree." Like yeah. even from something as small as like, uh, you know they want alcoholics on the show so that then they can follow the train wrecks and then they they pour alcohol down your throats or something along those lines and nini's like actually no no. nobody ever forced me to drink right i like drinking and i want to drink if i'm filming right like we're just continuing to get away from that Mm -hmm. um what the actual point was then bethany exaggerating and lying about question that andy asks to prove a point Bug me even more. He's never. I I went back. I spent a good 30 minutes going back to confirmed. He has never asked any housewife on Watch What Happens Live or at a reunion who's the worst mother. He's also never asked who's the ugliest housewife? housewife. Yeah. So if you're going to give a hypothetical, Mm -hmm. be accurate. But hypotheticals aren't accurate. Hypotheticals are hypotheticals. Right, but then do something that's somewhat in the general. So you're vein. saying if you're going to say things that he says and put words in his mouth, make them accurate words instead yes. of making it worse than anything he's ever said. I yes. mean, he does he does clearly ask shady questions on Watch What Happens Live, but no, I mean, I, I've I've never seen it so toxic that it's like who's the ugliest housewife or who's the worst mom. Like we're not. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. There is a huge difference between who's the worst dressed mm-hmm. and who's the ugliest housewife. Yeah. Or who's who drives you the most crazy on your cast and who's Mm -hmm. the worst mother? Right. Yes. We know there are shady questions going into it, but acting as if it is this full blown takedown Mm -hmm. of a whole other human being. I I just I don't like it. Mm -hmm. You have to play it like it is. But also she kept even she would even say things to Nini like, did you feel like you were the poorest housewife? Yeah, She's like, no. And then (laughs) Nini's like. 
no well she kept saying so you were poor and she was like no and she's like so you were poor and she was like no I felt like the underdog which I understand that that doesn't have anything to do with your socioeconomic status it's just how you feel when you bring other people on that have a bigger name or they're NFL stars or they're you know they were on another show or something you know you do feel like an underdog I feel like that all the time too but it doesn't have anything to do with money yeah, it does. And, and, but then she kept saying it and then Nini kept correcting her. And then she, Nini compared herself. She goes, you know, it's like me. I'm like the Denise Richards of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I just, you know, I couldn't level up with the glam and the, and I was like, stop. Because yeah. there's absolutely no way that during the end of her tenure, on New York that she wasn't glamming and spending money on clothes the same exact way that every other housewife on that franchise was. Well, and if she wasn't, that was by choice because it's not like she couldn't afford it. If she wasn't glamming and dressing like the other women, it was because she just like, I feel like Denise Richards wasn't glamming like the other women. Cause that was just, I mean, you were there. Yeah. Was she uh, not? I mean, it wasn't I, because of she money. Was gla- Here's the thing. Denise Richards and I have the same glam team, the same exact girls. She glammed every single time that I glammed because I would have to organize my schedule around hers. Right. She just dressed casually. Right. That was her style. She liked to wear her ripped, the same ripped jeans. That was her thing. And it is what it is. Mm-hmm. People's glam, which we will get into once we get into Salt Lake City episode on, to, you know, the podcast we get into later. People's glam looks very different. Not everybody's glam is going to look like Erica Jane or Dorit mm-hmm. Kimsley. Mm-hmm. Right. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, We're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. 
For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinn.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. But then Nini says she feels like she was blacklisted following her lawsuit against NBC Universal, Bravo and production companies, mm -hmm. uh, True Entertainment and Truly Original and how black housewives were not given the same privileges as their white counterparts. Um, the part that resonated with me on this was when she brought up the fact that Kim Zolciak never went on a cast trip. I did not know that. How do you do that? How do you never go on a cast trip? I I don't actually know. I think she only went on one. But what I mean, I've missed two cast trips, and that's because I had COVID both times, and I was pissed. Yeah, so, you don't want to miss it. That's I don't, less money. I didn't want to miss it. I was so upset because I was like, oh great, there's three episodes I'm not going to be in, and then when they come back, they're all going to be fighting about what happened on a cast trip that I'm not going to know anything about, and you have to figure out how to get back in there. So I didn't even understand how Kim got. Well, is Kim just like I don't want to go? Yeah, she, she just wouldn't go or she was she wasn't there was a rumor that, uh, who knows if this is true, but allegedly, allegedly in her contract, it said she didn't have to go on trips. That doesn't even make sense. Why I just, would you those trips? I feel like those trips take up so many. I mean, they always get so much content out of those trips. So not to have a housewife on a trip, that doesn't make sense. I have to give it to her. She does have a point because my second season on the housewives that was the season that vicky was a friend when we went into the reunion vicky vicky sued she filed it i know uh, nini touches on it a little bit but she said she thought vicky talked to a lawyer i think vicky gumbleson actually sued bravo her name was do you remember this her name was jane uh, Rowe. that was her yes! name and everybody was calling her jane Rowe. she actually filed something i believe Allegedly. I don't know. I, I didn't. I'm just trying to remember. So if I'm wrong, I'm well, saying this. Nini does say this. And then they said, but then Vicky was is continuing to be brought back. She well, wins this she, big award. Yes. And she is. She's like, what did she get that house? wife of the year or century award <laughs> she's also been on two girls trips she's also showing up on orange county and filming so i mean if it, if it strictly comes down to she was blacklisted because she's litigious or she filed something i mean so did vicky gumbleson i remember because i remember it was an issue going into the reunion and i think she had to dismiss it and able to uh, so she could film the reunion i don't know and i think I don't know. It was just. I mean, Andy even called her Jane Roe at the reunion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jane so, Roe. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, but, I don't know if that was like a typo. Like, it meant to be Jane Doe, but somebody actually put, <laughs> accidentally put Roe. Or if Vicky thought that was like a really sneaky way that no one would ever figure out it was her. She's like, no, 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 no. Don't make it Jane Doe. Make it Jane Roe. They'll never Jane know. Roe. Jane Roe. Jane Roe. Um, but I, I don't know. Then they just kind of it just felt like they were getting to the point where, listen, all of the union points, I won't push against at all. Any mm -hmm. way that Nini felt like she was treated differently than other people in her cast. Mm -hmm. I don't have any comment on I, mm -hmm. I. It's completely she knows what she knows. Yeah. But 
I do think bagging the way that Bethany was relentless on bagging on Andy, Nini seemed to have a pretty clear view of what her relationship was with Andy. Right. She's like, listen, you know, like I felt like we hung out, we'd go to parties together. We were cool. I didn't hang out at his house. You know, if we were real friends, I'd hang out at his house. I get that. Um, But then Bethany agrees and she says she feels like Andy never really liked her either. She says he's always been protected, but never protected her. In what way does she want protection? What kind of protection is she looking for? I don't know. But because if that's the case, you then just brag to us for eight minutes about how you made millions and millions and millions of dollars. Mm hmm. To someone who has just told you that she did this with Rachel, too, and it really drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. Nini had just said something along the lines of like, listen, I'm not getting endorsement deals. I'm not making money right now. Like, I have to support my family. Mm -hmm. And Bethany says something along the lines of like, well, I mean, I was making millions and millions and millions of dollars. And you had how much were they offering you for the six episodes? Mm -hmm. And it's like. Why do you need to go there? Like, why do you need? I I don't know. It just the whole thing makes me feel ucky. Like, if you're really wanting to be about the union, I don't think the conversation is about Andy Cohen. I think the conversation is about every single network, every reality television person and, you know, everybody's personal experience. But Bethany bringing up how housewives had to take antidepressants from being on the television show. I'm like, I'm just here to tell you I've been on them since I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Like I have extreme OCD and guess yeah, what? I mean, I've never, I've never taken any antidepressants. I will say, I feel like the show can be stressful. There's no doubt about that. And it definitely takes a strong woman to deal with the show and you have to have a thick skin. You have to deal with a lot of hate, a lot of love, a lot of everything, But, you know, to make it like a blanket statement, like all of us are, you know, suffering from some type of depression and and anxiety because of the show. I mean, that's that's a that's a bold statement. And also saying that mental illness, like clearly there is something with all of us that makes us want to be on reality television. Clearly, there is that common ground. There are some people that would look at us and go. Why would you ever have wanted to do that? Oh, yeah. I have people say that a lot. So <laughs> I say, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. it, th- it we all have that. There is something, I mean, at least for me, and I'm just going to be transparent. Mm-hmm. There is something inside of me that I have never 100% felt yeah. like I'm enough. Yeah. No, I get that because I feel the same. I mean, I think I even talk about it a little bit in the finale episode, but it's, I've always been such a goal oriented person. And I've always wanted more, more, more like, how can I outdo this? How, what's the next thing? Because I grew up feeling so less than like, I wasn't important. Like I didn't matter. Like I didn't have a lot and we grew, I grew up poor and I just always wanted so much more, but I, I, but I don't mind working for it. I, I never felt like it had to be given to me. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a very similar thing. And I think if you go through the the history of the majority of the women cast on this show, Mm -hmm. we are all willing to work our asses off to make ourselves feel like we are enough. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't know that that is a network standard. That's how we grew up. Yeah. And there is something. I I assume growing up like that uh, gives you some layers. It gives you depth. It gives you things to talk about, you know, and then they cast women who have depth, who have layers, who can talk about their lives, who have a lot of things going on. You know, I mean, I live in Orange County. But I I think that that's something that if we really wanted to dig deep into this position, into this job, there is something that the majority of us that are on this shows or were on these shows that fame is filling some sort of void. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I I would say there's some level of need that you need it to, to feel validated in some way. And but definitely definitely different levels of it though. Yeah. But I think pretending that that reason is because of what was in like an original, like, sit down dinner with a bunch of girls we were willing to film on television mm-hmm. i don't think it's accurate mm-hmm. i i made a choice i from 17 years old i was like okay i want to be on a television show mm-hmm. took me till i was 36 didn't last very long <laughs> it fucking is what it is but like there's no one else that you know i don't know but you know that- what i do have another point though i did find I found Nini to be very entertaining and very interesting. I could listen to her talk about her life all day. I, she has a very interesting, rich background, where she came from, how she grew up, her life when she met Greg. I I think she's probably one of the most interesting and entertaining people. And then I thought, Nini, you need to have your own podcast. Does she have a podcast? She should do a podcast. She's so entertaining. I think that Nini has grown a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like Nini's patience and like love of what she actually did and what she accomplished mm-hmm. on Housewives mm-hmm. changed so much. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like at first she was upset about things that went wrong mm-hmm. or went awry or the only being offered the six episodes mm-hmm. or times where she may or may not have been difficult and how she she was wrong but there was also parts of this interview where i felt like she was really like no i loved it yeah we were a true group of friends like we all had crazy things happen to us and it was a good story like i didn't feel anger from her Mm -hmm. in this podcast and Mm -hmm. i felt it from bethany yeah i would agree with that and i also felt that um you know I felt that she legitimized her complaint when she also stated that she had reached out multiple times before she filed a complaint and had said, I have these grievances. I have these problems. I have these issues and they weren't addressed. Of course, I'm just going off of what she's saying. I don't have any further. Yeah. We don't know the other side at all, but based upon her saying that it really legitimized to me her complaint because there is the. I think Bethany did say, well, why did you wait until the very end? And then you filed a complaint and, you know, those, it looks like you're just retaliating possibly because you didn't get what you wanted in negotiations or whatever. But then when she said, no, I I've been complaining all these times. I've sent these emails. I've asked to sit down. I've asked to talk. I've said, here's problems. Here's my grievances. And they were never addressed. So then I thought, well, you know what, then maybe, maybe it's fair to say she got pushed to the point where she felt like her only recourse was to file something. Yeah. And I think that's just from a legal perspective, listening to someone. And this is from somebody who barely graduated high school. (laughs) I 
I heard in her voice. I truly feel in my heart of hearts. I do feel like Nini said something along the lines of like, I will say things, but then I will forgive. Mm-hmm. I think it's sad that Nini Leaks isn't on TV in some capacity. She's I agree. such a force. She's so entertaining. She's so over the top. She has such a personality for her to not be on television in some capacity is a true tragedy. I know. Cause then they were talking about the one she did like one scripted show and run what one reality show. And mm-hmm. I didn't even know what the reality show was that she was talking about. And I watched a lot of television. I was like, shoot, which one? Yeah. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinn.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Okay, so I I guess we kind of cleared up those two podcasts. You guys give them all a listen if you want. But now we have the next thing to discuss. Reunion looks for the Real Housewives of New York. Who's your favorite? Oh, who's my favorite? Hmm. I, I mean, I kind of liked all of them individually for their own, you know, their own personalized 
choices. I liked Erin. I thought she looked fresh and young and adorable. Yeah. I actually, when I saw Bryn's dress in the group, I was confused. But then when I saw her individual photo, I actually, I actually liked her dress other than I, it looked like she stopped at her grandma's on the way there and had some doilies sewed on. But you know how I feel about the word actually. (laughs) You hate actually. I because actually is like, you know what? Actually, it looks like a big shit show, but actually, <laughs> actually. Um, but what I liked about these these looks is like Aaron and Bren and a couple of the other women mm-hmm. made jokes of their looks. Like I think Bren was like nailed it because I look like one of the girls from the Golden Girls, or <laughs> somebody called her the candlestick from Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. and she was like that. I take that as the highest compliment. Mm-hmm. Aaron said um, her caption with her dress was, "Am I more catch or?" Cipriani. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. The different restaurants. <laughs> yeah. Um, I loved everyone's looks. I, I, I love Jessel. I do wish she would have taken the time to get her dress hemmed. Was it too long? I didn't notice that. It's so long. Um, like and long, was... like it's supposed to have a train or long, like she's short and it didn't fit right. Okay. Look at your rundown right now <laughs> and scroll down. All right. And look how much is it looks like my pants that I buy and I refuse to him. And then I just cut them with scissors at the bottom. <laughs> like, why? Like, did she not have her shoes on for the pick? Did she make a last minute decision? Yeah. I mean, it's a little bunchy. There is six inches just hanging on the floor, but she looks stunning. I was very jealous that Jenna got to wear jeans. Yeah. How'd that happen? I mean, I guess here's, here's my question though. Every reunion I've been on, they send an email from a stylist that gave, gives us, it boxes us in to a very specific look. So I don't, does, is that not how they did it for them? Were they just like, you guys go and whatever your personal style is, we'll just go with that. Cause that's what it looks like to me. I mean, other than the fact that they're all in like a white beige black, Mm-hmm. Like, like there isn't a monochrom- pink in there. Yeah, yeah, like it's very monochromatic type coloring. Yeah. I I don't know. Um, I think they all look great. But yeah, and I have a formal apology to make to you. To me, when oh, I said you say about me. No, when I said <laughs> that I didn't love your dress color, it's because on our rundown it looked brown to me. Oh. But yeah. then I just saw another thing and it's actually a bright orange. So it is. I'm it's coral. Okay, so you know what? When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. All and right, if you know well, what movie that's from, I'll like you more. Oh, God. Damn it. What? I don't know. What movie is it? I'm sure I've seen it. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Emily. Wrong, I say I'm wrong. I don't know. Dirty Dancing, for Pete's sakes. Anyway. I haven't seen that recently. I saw it in the eighth grade. Maybe fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't recall that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my sister and I say it all the time. Okay. Then we get into the housewives of Potomac season eight trailer. Um, First thing that I found interesting before we even get to the trailer is Potomac airs November 5th, Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills and Miami air the week prior. 
-hmm. So why are we getting the teaser for Potomac prior to Beverly Hills and Miami? I don't know, but I'm sure you have a theory. Do you have a theory? I don't have a theory. You don't have a theory. I just actually find it interesting. Interesting. Food for thought. Like my daughter's Lay's potato chips that I can hear crinkling (laughs) in the back as I speak. Well, I'm um, sure the fans out there have a theory because every time, anytime there's any delay in anything, they always have a theory. You know, that big delay before Orange County premiered, it was because the season sucked. So they had to, you know, go back and re-edit it and, you know, all that kind of stuff, which wasn't true. Well, let us know your theories, guys, because I, I'm just trying to decide if they just wanted to break it up or why it is that we would get it. Or it's because also what people have to keep in mind is that oftentimes just because the show is a Bravo show doesn't mean it's the same production team. Right. So that's what I was going to say. Maybe it's just a different production company and they're quicker. Um. So there's a new housewife on Potomac. Her name's NECA. She is a successful lawyer, first uh, generation Nigerian American from a well-to-do family who recently married to a surgeon has recently moved into a brand new house in the heart of Potomac. They show her in the trailer, kissing him saying, thank you so much for buying me a $2 million house. I feel like she's going to give us a lot of juice throughout this season. She's already butting heads with um, Wendy um, because Wendy's not in a good place, which is Alan Robin and the arrival of the new housewife really pisses her off. Um, Giselle is in a, situationship which i'm not really <laughs> sure is that just like code for hooking like up friends with benefits yeah is that um, is that like the new term yeah I, I guess i mean it's like when gwyneth said what did she consciously uncoupling like that was the new word for divorcing um but giselle is in a situationship with jason cameron he's from bravo's winter house He is 16 years her junior. Giselle expresses her feelings this season towards Juan's action. Um, Robin. Okay. So I know you may be not up to speed, but Robin and Juan, they've been all over. They've been together, broken up, back together. Um, He was seen photographed with a girl that worked on another sport team, blah, 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 blah. Um, We're seeing that Giselle is not really there for what Robin is willing to forgive and forget allegedly um, Mm -hmm. because Robin has decided to stay by one side. He yells out like a lot of people talk. I don't care. Um, My question for you is if somebody Mm -hmm. and we're just hypothetical, if a friend of yours in any Uh capacity was having an affair. Yeah. Or their husband was having an affair. Okay. Would you be upset? Like, other than, like, I'm here for you. Let me know if you need anything. I love you. Like, yeah. I mean, I've actually dealt with this, like, recently. I mean, it was upsetting for me because you think you you know someone and then you know them as a couple and then to find out that someone's doing something. Like, I, I guess it maybe just, it was sad for me to question or to, to know that they would do something like that. You know? But- would you be upset if a person chose to forgive their significant other for such an act? 
I think it depends on the circumstances and how many times if it was, I guess if it was forgiving them one time, like it happened and they talked about it, they went to therapy, whatever, they worked it out and they're like, okay, we're going to make another go of it. We're really going to work on it. I think I would encourage that. But if it was something that was a pattern of behavior and had happened repeatedly, then I would probably be upset because I'm like, what are you thinking? So I think it just depends on more. I need more circumstantial evidence I need, or yeah. more facts. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it just seems like all the women have allegedly known this information about Juan for a very long time. And Robin I, I got is, a text message yesterday that someone said my husband's cheating on me. That your husband is? Yeah. Emily, it's with me. <laughs> I don't what? know when to write. I said it's with me. I don't know when the oh. right time to tell you is. <laughs> but like me and Shane. Yeah. He's here at this Marriott right oh, now. Oh, that's why you're there. It's not really a horse show, you bitch. <laughs> you know I don't know who sent it. It came. We, actually, Shane and I were out to lunch at South Coast, and I got a text from a random. It's a it's an Orange County number. It's nine four nine, and it said, "I just want you to know that your husband is having an affair with my wife." And I actually showed it to Shane because I know one hundred million percent that my husband is not cheating on me. And then, do you they track text his phone? I don't know, but I mean, people track him for me. I get DMs all day telling me where he is. Every time he's <laughs> in and out, I know <laughs> he can't go anywhere. So then they sent a text and said, I have um, evidence. I have video of it. Would you like to see it? So I said, yes, like, please send it. Yeah, and then it. they didn't send anything. And then they just texted me again yesterday, I think, and said, do you think that we should go meet with a lawyer? And then I ignored that one. Cause I was like, you know what, whatever. It's no. clearly someone just trying to mess with us. So yeah, at this point, you're just trying to scam me. If you right. had the evidence, send it right, and let's right. go to town. And Shane's like, well, what if it's some AI thing? I was like, don't worry about it. Like, of course I know Shane's <laughs> going to like some, <laughs> he's like, I don't know what they did with my image. <laughs> but by the way, um, when we get off this pod, if you could just send me that number, because I'm going to do some research. Oh, okay. You said you like to you like to do yeah, your, uh, no, yeah, I'll send I'm it gonna, to you. Yep. Great. I'll get on that. Um, Karen Huger has a health scare that causes her to make some changes with her lifestyle. Karen and Giselle have called a truce, which they tend to always do. And then it never and then works start out. Up again. <laughs> um, Candace Dillard becomes anxious due to a recent health discovery. She's going through her usual on again, off again with Ashley. Um, she's not speaking with Giselle and going through a rough patch with Robin. Candace is just in all of it. Ashley has settled into her new home on whether she's getting a divorce still seems to be a hot topic. She got some new fake titties. She seemed very excited oh. about, they have new names. Um, but then at one point she's crying and she says, I feel really guilty. I'm confused what that's going to be. So mm -hmm. I will be tuning in. Wendy is, you know, having issues with the new chick. Her husband also says that, that there's some kind of sexual conversation where he says, you know, we're not hooking up because you're always sleeping. And she's like, you're always getting home at 2 a.m. I got to tell you, if Edwin was always getting home at 2 a.m. Yeah. I'd believe that text message you got. Yeah, but see, I my husband's on the couch watching YouTube videos by 9 p.m. every <laughs> night. So I'm not worried about anything. And like I said, that man can't go anywhere without me getting a DM from someone that says he's at 7-Eleven getting a Diet Coke and then he's at In-N-Out getting a burger. I know where he is all the time. 
Um, and then Mia Thornton and her husband, Gordon, have been through it this past year with their loss of their CEO titleship and the joint, uh, which was the chiropractor massage type place. And mm-hmm. now they are they're on the outs. Speaking of on the outs, alum of Real Housewives of Potomac, Monique Samuels and ex-husband Chris finalized their divorce. This actually really bumps me out because I love them as a couple. Yeah, I know. I did too. And I really like her. And I thought they were, they have such beautiful children and they're so just, I don't know. They just look like a big, beautiful, happy family. So that makes me sad. I know, but it also makes me realize like you never know what to believe. Like you cannot believe it. Mm -hmm. Instagram is a full blown lie. Yes. All of it. All of it. The facade. <laughs> um, then more. Uh, Mia's now on People Magazine. Um, her and husband Gordon have separated. They were together 11 years. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. they just got married right before. Right. Yeah. That's a long term marriage. Yeah. Um, I mean, and in our world, that's a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. And like all marriages, ours has had its ups and downs. At this time, Gordon and I are separated. But my family is my number one priority. And I'm committed to doing whatever it takes to make sure we are okay. Um, this next one, this tweet went viral, um, that I got first chair over Heather Dubrow on Washington oh, yeah. Live. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, I'm not Jenny McCarthy. I would do anything to be her. I would love to be a, a judge on The Voice. Mm-hmm. Give me all the jobs. Um, wait, did that tweet legitimately think it was you or was it a joke? It was a joke, but then there was like, uh, the amount of messages like there it was like trending oh i was like how is this possible and i love how you're trending when people confuse you for other people you know what i gotta trend <laughs> somehow or another you only trend when you're confused <laughs> with other people <laughs> or it's pure <laughs> hatred it's never a positive um okay this next one is the croy and kim update um, so he's demanding a divorce, but then it's the black writing. I mean, the black box yeah. with the white writing, which, you know, it's serious. Yeah. Right. Judge ruled that Croy can sell the home due to a lack of funds. Kim's Kim was not asked to move out, but Kim was ordered to sleep in the basement <laughs> slash the maid's quarters. And Croy gets the master bedroom. Both have access to the kitchen War the roses, no money to afford a G-A-L for children. That's a S- guardian ad litem. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, this is why this is why we pay the big bucks, Emily. <laughs> right. <laughs> Estimated cost was fifty thousand. Monthly income for Croy is forty five hundred from football pension. Kim Kim's income from clickbait on her Facebook <laughs> is estimated at five thousand a month. Water has already been turned off in the house once has been turned back on due to hardship. Kim and Brielle share the Range Rover. Croy gets the Escalade. Since 2022, Kim has borrowed a total of 250000 from a friend. Who is the um, friend? Who's the friend that's giving her a quarter million of, a do- of dollars? Is it Big Papa? That's what I thought. I was like, is Big Papa giving her... I mean, that's a lot of money. to. And how is how is she going to pay it back? She can, she only gets 5000 a month. But maybe she should expand to more than just Facebook. Like you can also get Instagram ads. You don't need to solely stick to the Facebooks like yeah. Vicky. I love when Vicky's talking crap about me. And then it, there's like a pray for Teddy on her Facebook oh, with yeah. like a, a link. Yeah. And I'm like, how much did you get for this? 
right? Because yeah. clearly you're not paying for me. I always called her Vicky uh, Lincoln Bio Gumbelson. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's then, better than Jane Roe. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I kind of no, like you like Jane Roe better. I I think Jane Roe is pretty great. Um, two iconic franchises on the same night. Full Queens of Bravo Instagram post breaking Real Housewives Miami season six will premiere November 1st and will be paired with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The trailer for both franchises will drop next week. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Two Teas and a Pod and E. We hope we entertained you and we we'll try. be back again <laughs> later on to recap <laughs> New York and Salt Lake City. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world. And I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order.